You're listening to E-Commerce Marketing School, presented by Privy and Printful. A quick shout out to Printful, our sponsor here on the show. Grow your brand and make a lasting impression with Printful. They offer more than 250 high quality products, from apparel and accessories to home and living items and so much more. Connect your store, choose your product, upload your design, and Printful is automatically fulfilling your orders on demand and shipping them to your customers around the world. There are no order minimums, so you won't get stuck with leftover inventory, and you only pay when you make an order. Welcome back, everyone. Today, I'm here with Will Lawrenson, who runs a conversion and customer experience consultancy called Customers Who Click. We'll link out in the show notes, so check them out. Will's all about conversion and retention for D2C brands, and he mentioned that he was working with a specialty pillow brand that was having extraordinary results around email capture. And he was doing something that was a little bit counterintuitive to what we've seen and what we always hear. So I thought it'd be fun to bring him on and run through the campaign and the actual results. Will, welcome. Hi, thank you for having me. Yeah, this is great. So let's start, you know, why don't you fill us in? Like, who are you, Will, and, and what are you up to over at Customers Who Click? Uh, yeah, sure. So um, I guess the, the very brief uh, history, I started in startups, um, did startups for kind of six, probably six years, seven of my career, um, always in a general marketing capacity, kind of marketing manager, head of marketing, that sort of role. And every single company, it was marketing team, here's your budget, go and spend it, go and drive traffic to the business, drive signups. And at each of these companies, I guess it's particularly because they're startups, I found that the the product was never really there, was never really ready. And so obviously, you know, we, we could get people signed up, but retention was always a problem. In other places, the actual acquisition was a problem because, you know, there would be blockages in the sign-up process or in the purchase process. And sometimes, honestly, sometimes it was just because the development team was in another country and didn't take into account a UK requirement. But yeah, so I moved to a bigger company for a couple of years as head of conversion. And then in November 19, went freelance or kind of consultant, which was an interesting year to uh, do it. But yes, and I work with e-commerce brands and D2C brands on a bit of that conversion piece, but always with a focus on lifetime value, because that, at the end of the day, that's, that's the key thing. And, and conversion does have a big impact on that. And it's really important. But it's how you get that conversion, which is also important, which kind of leads into that, that uh, list growth. Yeah. So is list growth like a big focus area for you when you're working with brands? Yeah, definitely. I mean, like I said, like retention and that lifetime value piece is so important, especially acquisition costs are going up. It's going to get more difficult. Um, there's always new, new laws and regulations coming in or changes like iOS 14 that will come in an impact on that. So if you're building that list and you're gathering data about those customers, you know, first kind of first party, explicit and, and implicit data, but that's, that's a bit different. That's always going to be helpful to grow your brand and then build you that long-term business, which is going to keep, uh, keep selling to those customers. Yeah. I mean, you know, we've built an entire business and product around this. I, I couldn't agree with you more. And, you know, I think for us, it's interesting. We get a lot of data certainly across our customer base. And, you know, one of the, the typical things that we see is that like a, a healthy benchmark for a sign up rate, um, when you're focused on less growth, whether it's a pop-up or something else is about 5%. So I'm excited to hear 
a little bit more about what you were doing specifically around data enrichment through email capture. But let's first start maybe a little bit about like the pillow brand itself. Sounds like it's a, a good client of yours. So who are these folks? Yeah, of course, they're, um, they're called Sleep Easy. I believe they sell worldwide. Um, it's definitely a big UK and US focus. But I think, yeah, I think you can buy one anywhere, actually. Yeah, and it's it's basically a pillow, or their main product is a pillow, which is designed to support neck pain. It helps with shoulder pain as well. It's kind of got this groove for your neck in the middle. I've got one, works really well, actually. I find it really comfortable. I love it. The company is very focused around this one product at the moment. So the funnel tends to be quite... Specialized? Yeah, I guess, you know, it's... It, it's not like a normal e-commerce site. Right. You don't land on a category page or whatever. You can't browse loads of models and, and all that stuff. It's just, here is the product. We sell this product. There's a few extra add-ons, basically, you know, like pillowcases uh, and a few other products that aid with sleep. But yeah, it's very, very focused on this on this pillow. Nice. I like creating funnels for brands that are kind of single product with a handful of accessories. I think it keeps things really focused. And when you're thinking about bringing the right audience to the table, it sounds like, you know, certainly for these folks, it was all focused on people with, with neck pain, I'd imagine. Yeah. And, and that's something we're discovering more and more. You know, I think it's, it's something the company's known for, for ages, obviously, but more and more it's becoming obvious that neck pain is just the one thing that is really stand out for this company in terms of you know, advertising performance and the feedback we get from customers as well makes it easier to like focus your creative and your targeting and your content and everything like that. I love that. Yeah, exactly. All right. So fill us in. So they came to you and said, hey, Will, like we really want to grow our, our email list or, or what was the goal? Uh, well, actually, I came in on, on conversion rate optimization, which is something I help with. And then because I don't do just conversion rate optimization, it kind of naturally became this customer lifetime value piece, which is yeah what I like to do with my, with all clients anyway. And we were looking at this email list and it was one of those very basic, get 10% off if you give us your email address. And it kind of worked okay, but we've been looking into all this kind of progressive profiling and you know how do you actually enhance this data and, and give people a better experience. And we also know that it's a piece of data we need to start capturing actually, but you know, there are side sleepers and back sleepers mm. and, and this product works for both of them. But at the moment, we don't we don't know the split of people who, who like to sleep each way. What we have focused on is, do you have uh, general problem sleeping, like insomnia? Do you have neck pain? Do you have shoulder pain? Because those are kind of the three main areas that the products um, support some. And were those like displayed as a drop down menu in the pop up or? No, it's just kind of free check, like a radio button. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. you could choose, you know, just click yeah. inside of the dot. Just the three, yeah. three options. Yeah, you just pick the one that's relevant to you. And we actually don't mention the discount. It's I think it says get a reward mm. or something on those lines. It's it's a little vague around it, which I think maybe we need to change. That's a different, you know, that's <laughs> this new test to run. Yeah, it's email address. And then it says, how can we help you? What, what do you need help with? Mm. Insomnia, shoulder pain, neck pain. Customer picks one of those, hits the submit button. That's it. Hmm. Really, really simple. And the results are fantastic. I mean, it's interesting that you said benchmark rate of about 5%. It was 12%, I think, the other day. Wow. It's dropped recently, but I know there were some really heavy campaigns over the weekend, which seemed to have dropped the email, the capture side of things. But yeah, generally, we were getting about 12%. See, that's amazing to me, because coming into this call, 
you know, we, we've looked a lot over the years, the impact of adding additional required fields to your forms, right? And so, you know, we've seen historically, and these are more broad-based products, that when you add more fields that are required, name, birthday, whatever, typically the, the sign-up rate drops off by 25% for each of the fields that you add. So hearing you saying that, you know, and, and I think you've done a nice job here, you're really just asking for one additional data point that's a, you know, a checkbox, so to speak, or a radio button. You know, I, I think maybe this is because of how targeted the audience is up front, you know? Yeah, these are people with a, a proper pain. Yeah. Literally like a physical pain that they want to deal with. So if they think they're going to get some content relevant to that, that's going to help them. Yeah. They'll, they'll hand over the data. Nice. But that does apply to any business, really. If the customer can see the value of that of handing over that information, they will do it. I was speaking to someone who runs a business on, on form, uh, lead capture. Their whole thing is based around this uh, multi-step uh, lead capture. And he was telling me the other day, out of people who submit the email address, which is just the first screen of the form, is just the email address, um, it's something like 99% of people will fill out one additional piece of information hmm. and 96% of people would fill out a four-step wow. lead gen uh, form. You know, one piece of information per step, but that's still, in addition to the email address, three additional pieces of information that then allow you to personalize your content to them. I love it. Let me ask you something, because I, I think this is amazing. You know, sometimes we see people capture this data and then they don't necessarily understand how to use it. Would you be able to walk us through for the, the pillow brand a little bit about how you're actually kind of, whether it's through email or the site experience, like following up with more relevant uh, marketing? Yeah, so we're working on some kind of content series that we're producing and each one's based around a pain point, really. So there is some generic content, which is, the importance of sleep or how to sleep better, but we're still wording it slightly differently so that's focused around the neck pain or shoulder pain, for example. And then there are other there'll be other pieces of content which focus more on the actual neck pain and um, you know why the pillow helps you with that. So I mean it's like you said earlier, because we've got that one key product, it's actually a little bit easier to produce this content because we have right. one thing that we've got to talk about. Whereas I don't know, if you were a fashion retailer, initially you might look at your store and think we've got a thousand different products. How do we deal with this? But if you ask someone, uh, you know, what, are you male or female? Right, cool. That splits the products in two, roughly, let's assume. So you now you've got 500 products. Do you like, uh, like skinny fit jeans? How do you wear your jeans? Let's say jeans are a big focus for you. How do you wear your jeans? And as soon as someone answers that question, you've then massively narrowed down your, your products and then you can start to actually email people either content around jeans. I don't know what that would look like. I don't know what content around jeans would look like. Materials or sourcing or, yeah, fit. Yeah, so you, yeah, you could talk about generally the materials that are used. But you can also then say to people, here are our skinny jeans. Here are our, uh, you know, loose fit jeans. Yeah. And you're putting the product in front of them because I think jeans in particular seems to be quite a big, you know, people either love, love or hate skinny jeans. I don't know if the same is true for loose, but yeah, it seems to come across for skinny jeans. If someone really hates skinny jeans, at least you're not putting them in front of them because that person's going to look at those products in the email and go, nah, not interested, not going to click. 
Totally. Yeah. And they may unsubscribe because they think that's all you have. Yeah. I love this. I think it's a simple kind of reminder tactically, you know, if you're selling something specific or, you know, just looking to kind of more personalize the welcome series that you offer to nurture new leads that come in. Think about like, what's the most important, highest level data point that you can capture beyond email that could help you tailor those emails. And then you've got a slightly different variation of your welcome series, essentially, that ties back to the selection. Like it's, it's definitely something that I think our founders and, and marketers who listen could digest and, and implement, you know, in, in really just, you know, a couple minutes, probably. So I think that's yeah. a great example. Definitely. I mean, there was another example I wanted to mention to you, mention it before we started recording. A client in the, sorry, not a client, he's not actually a client, someone I was having a chat to, they run a, they're in kind of the gaming space. And I mentioned this to him and I said, look, you, you could be doing more with your email capture, I think. At the moment, I, th- I think they were just asking for first name email. That was basically it. And you get a 10% discount or something. Now they're asking people what game they play as part of that form. He emailed me just over a week later after our conversation and said they doubled the conversion rate on their form. Wow. Which I really didn't expect. So my my whole thing has been I don't want to really want to see a reduction in conversion rate by adding these fields, but see it double. Yeah, that's amazing. It's telling you that people want to share this information because they think you're going to then tailor the experience to them. Yeah. It's smart. I mean, I think, you know, there's a handful of good examples today around Maybe just debunking that myth of fields uh, reducing signup rate if you do it right, you know, and yeah. maybe these are required. Maybe there's just one. Maybe they're not required. But if you kind of are in a ongoing rhythm and you know what your signup rate is today and your pop up looks simple, join our list, get a reward, like you were saying, you know, why not try it if you think it can help you tailor the, the follow ups yeah. to drive more sales? And it's important that you look at the end result as well. So the actual end conversion and, and revenue generated by these people. Because you might find that you end up collecting three pieces of data and everything's fine. You add that fourth in and your conversion drops a little bit. But the revenue from all the people who do complete might be better. It's awesome. Love it. One final example, if, I forgot, if I've got yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah I, I work for a, um, a car sharing, car share club, a car club, a bit like Zipcar. And... Uh, Landing page was were converting at about 20, 25%, which is fantastic. You know, very basic sign-up form, first name, email. They click that, they go through to our full sign-up form where they complete the process. I started shifting more and more data across to that uh, that initial landing page. We ended up collecting first name, last name, email, phone number, postcode or zip code, and conversion rate held steady. I think it ended at about 22, 23%. For those landing pages. It's great for a landing page. Because people understand why they need to hand over that data because they need to do it for the sign-up process. And so the earlier we captured it, the more we could tailor the experience if they didn't complete their account and move through the process. Nice. And so, yeah, when you're doing this, even as an econ business, keep adding data until you start seeing the negative impact of having too many fields. Because otherwise, yeah, you, you might as well just keep going. And as long as the information seems relevant to the customer, they'll tell you. Yeah, and as long as you think you're going to, you actually have a, a meaningful way to use it. I love it. Well, well, this was awesome. Some good tips in here, some good things for everyone to try. Appreciate you coming on today. No problem. Thanks for having me.